Hi, this is Anita. I'm recording a new episode of the LSAT Logical Reasoning Podcast. This is from LSAT Prep Test 19, the first logical reasoning section, and I'm looking at question four, which is a question about scientists analyzing air bubbles trapped in ice during the last ice age. So this is a question that I would skip off the bat. It's kind of long. They're asking about scientific terms. And so what's funny about this question is that they put in uh, the word ferrous as an adjective. And that's a word that you might not recognize. So that's something they do to make people uncomfortable. They kind of use unfamiliar words to throw you off your game. But in this case, you don't really need to know what this word means, right? It's just an adjective that's describing a type of material. Now you should always write down words that you don't recognize. Um, in this case, ferrous means something kind of related to iron. So they're talking about iron dust that they're finding inside of the algae. And then they're asking you to look for an answer choice that would most seriously undermine the scientist's hypothesis. And these, again, this is, this is another reason you should skip this question. These most seriously questions, when they're kind of asking you to choose between answer choices that might both undermine the scientist's hypothesis, and they're just asking you to pick which one would most undermine it, which one would do the most damage to it, those tend to be kind of hard because they're about relativity and they're not just about the answers relative to one another, they're about what the LSAT writers think is stronger. So it's really that you're having to internalize another person's thinking. And I think that can be difficult. So beyond the fact that this is just a hard set up with the scientific language that's intended to make you feel uncomfortable, the fact that the question type is what it is, is another reason to consider skipping a question like this. So as far as the answer choices, we always want to eliminate the ones that are just wrong. So A is an answer choice that is irrelevant. Okay, it doesn't matter. Um, well, actually, I mean, A could undermine it, but in some ways A would support it, right? So um, if we know things, about this type of algae, then we can make more inferences about it, right? I mean, this is another funny word, you know, another technical word that they put in there that really doesn't change the meaning of the questions. You know, you're gonna be looking at this thinking, oh, you know, there's been an increase in the population of Antarctic algae, such as diatoms. Well, you don't have to know what a diatom is. You know, you see that it's an example of a type of Arctic algae, but it's just there again to confuse you with, the type of word. But anyway, um, we kind of support the scientist's hypothesis if algae has stayed the same and we know things about how it behaves. Okay, so that's when you can get rid of B, computer models talking about what algae today would do. Um, this one is kind of tricky too, but I think B would also support it in a way. So 
I don't want to get too far into the answer choices because it's it might be a licensing violation to read the text out loud. But if uh, in general, the test, if there's a computer model that supports the scientist's hypothesis about a historical event, that would also support her hypothesis. So A and B should be out because they would support the scientist's hypothesis. And then E is another one that is kind of um, straightforward to get to get rid of. Um, algae that currently grow today don't appear to be harmed by this material. Well, that's, um, again, This these are A, B, and E are all dealing with things, um, looking at contemporary algae and saying that it would react in similar ways to this historical algae population that the scientist is studying. So, a, B, and E are the first ones you should get rid of. I always like to scan through the question, uh, sorry, through the answer choices really quickly to try to get rid of them because you want to spend the time between the two. Uh, it's usually they'll get you down to two answers and you want to be deciding between those. And that's really the best use of your time, right? Because even in this question, if we end up skipping it and you've gotten rid of A, B, and E, when you come back to it, you would still be between C and D. So you're kind of ahead of the game. But C and D are really the ones that they want you to be choosing between and uh, you know, they've been kind of nice by putting A, B, and E in kind of a category of the same type. You know, they're um, they're all dealing with contemporary similar situations, so you can eliminate them all for the same reason. Um, there's it's it's kind of difficult to say that one would most seriously undermine it when they're all kind of similar types of evidence. So sometimes they'll be kind in their funny way and give you something like that, where you're able to get rid of a lot of answer choices because they're all kind of related to one another. So we're looking now at C and D and the thing that makes C a weak choice is that it doesn't really matter if there's other minerals in addition to the ferrous material. So they want us to look at this and think, oh, well, maybe there's an alternative explanation, which is a good instinct, but a lot of the time, um, Here's what I would say about C versus D. An alternative explanation doesn't undermine the scientist's hypothesis as much as something that is actually dealing with the experiment or the evidence that she's actually looking at. And D is really talking about evidence that contradicts the hypothesis, but they've of course written it in the most confusing way possible. So it's really difficult. And, you know, I actually almost eliminated this answer choice the first time I was looking at this. I had to re-record this because they did throw me off. So they're taking you, they're giving you new information here. And that's that when this type of algae dies, it leaves a shell. And so think of it like a hermit crab. Uh, the hermit crab dies, there's a shell. Okay, so if a bunch of hermit crabs die all at once, we're going to have a whole bunch of hermit crab shells in the ocean, on the floor, it's gonna sink down, okay? So they're saying that this algae dies and then it leaves like a carcass, you know, its body falls down to the bottom. And so we have these layers of ocean floor that we're able to look at historically, you know, there's a fossil record that we're able to look at to see whether or not her hypothesis is correct. So. She's saying during the ice age, this algae was taking in 
iron dust, and its population increased. So if the population increased, we would expect to see evidence of this increase. Okay, so we'd expect to see more dead algae. You know, it's not technically dead algae, but, you know, we're expecting to see more dead algae at the bottom of the ocean if there was a population boom. So if there's not more dead algae at the bottom of the ocean, then, hey, maybe the population didn't increase. And if the population didn't increase, then her hypothesis is bogus, right? So that's why D is better than C. C, you know, kind of leads you to an alternative explanation, but an alternative explanation is never going to trump something that just goes really at the heart of what this person's hypothesis is, right? And her hypothesis is there was more algae during the last ice age. You know, there was just more algae hanging around at the South Pole because there was a lot of iron dust and, you know, that created good conditions for the algae. So there was a lot of it, but if there's no dead algae, if there's not more dead algae during the ice age than there was at other times, then it's a ridiculous hypothesis, right? Like if your hypothesis is that this led to an increase in the population, but there was no population increase, then your hypothesis is bad. So that's why it's D. I think this is a really hard question. You should definitely skip it. And I will try to do another recording soon for you guys. Have a great week. And if you need LSAT tutoring, please consider us. Bye.